Investor Schooling is an education company located in Langhorne, Pennsylvania. Investor Schooling, the principals or their employees, are not licensed by any regulatory institution. Phil Falcone and Larry Steinhaus are not registered reps of any investment firm, nor do they sell any securities. Their advice is based on their experiences and the experiences of their students. They are not attorneys or accountants, and before using any of their advice, they suggest you check with your legal or tax professionals. To find out more, go to www.investorschooling.com. This show is previously recorded. Now, let's welcome Larry Steinhaus and Phil Falcone, your hosts for Investor Schooling Live. Good afternoon and welcome to Investor Schooling Live. Coming to you from Investor Schooling Headquarters, I'm Phil Falcone here with my business partner, Larry Steinhouse. We are the founders of Investor Schooling. Get ready to learn real estate investing and stock option investing. Call us anytime during the show with your questions at 855-939-1137. That's 855-939-1137. That's right. We're a live program, so you can call us anytime during the show, and we will take your calls. Don't worry about what we're talking about. You know, just give us a call because we love to take your calls. Investor Schooling is located in Langhorne, Pennsylvania, serving the Philadelphia area in a real brick-and-mortar building. We are local guys accessible to our students a minimum of two nights per week. Learn this business, that's the business of real estate investing and stock option investing from people who live it every day. That's us. So what's going on, Larry? Are you sure we live it every day? Yeah, I know we live it every day. I, all I got to do is look at my phone. <laughs> what do you see on your phone every day? I see stock options going up and down. Is that it? Is that how it works? You see stock options going up and down. That's correct. And that's it. So what have you done this week? Did you make any money? Uh, at the moment, I'm, uh, it's been a couple of bad days. Yeah, because when I said sell Facebook, you didn't listen to me. That's right. But if I had listened to you, yes. then the stock would have went up 12 points the day after I sold it. Well, then now you would have done everybody else a favor. So why didn't you? So there's no, you know as well as I know that there is no easy way to figure out what the move, what the move should be. Well, that's not true. The the easy way to do it is to do what you're supposed to do, and you're supposed to get out. You were supposed to get out the day I told you to get out. And matter of no, fact, that's not that a rule. day when I told you to get out. No. That day that I told you to get out, the what? very next day, it went up, because it was at nighttime I told you to get out, and the very next day it went up four more points and I'd open, and you would have made, I don't know, $20,000 probably. So, Larry, this would be the first time on our radio show that you are fibbing. I'm not fibbing. Oh, yes, you are. Oh, no. Larry writes down all the rules of stock option trading, and nowhere on there does it tell you when to sell. It does, too. It tells you. What what rule? Make a buy and sell chart. Make a buy and sell chart. Well, my buy and sell chart is when I say... I'm oh, gonna sell so it. you're gonna make your own rule, and that's what. Okay, so this is your rule is okay. not definitive. Oh, this is great. Oh, this is I love this. <laughs> this is great. This is how. This is exactly what happens with everybody who trades stock options. When I start to teach them my rules, so my rules. I have 17 rules of trading stock options, right? And one of them is you need to have a price that you will get out when it hits that price, and that price should have been 225 for you. And you decided to ignore that and say, I'm going to keep riding it until, until uh, it goes past earnings. Now, you do have to so some September, so you'll probably be okay. But earnings is coming up, and if earnings is bad, you're going to be in a lot of trouble. Well, we'll see. All right. 
We'll see. We I will. actually feel still very optimistic about it. Well, I think you'll do all right, but you could have been up already, and then you could have went back and bought back. Well, uh, that wasn't what I wanted to do. Okay, fine. I, you, you, you just better make money, because I want you to impress all the students that you broke the rules and made money. Because I didn't break the rules. You broke the rules because you didn't have an out price. Well, how do you know what my out price is? What is your out price? It's, it's on whatever the stock is on April 26th. <laughs> That's not how you play. That's how I'm playing it. <laughs> Those aren't the way we do it. That is how I am doing it. <laughs> well, it's fine. See, and by the way, I'm, I'm going to tell you something really funny about this. And your rules do not dictate anything other than selling at your out price. That's one of the rules. Right. There's 17 different rules. Phil. I'm aware of that. So, so, so that was one you, of your. You should, you should revise your rules if you, if you think, like, if you want to have a rule that says when you're up fifty percent, you must sell. Well, I have a rule that says if you're up thirty percent in a couple of days, you sell. Okay, well, I. And that's actually like the second. You, set you of don't rules. really have rule. a rule that tells you when to sell. It's a matter of feel for the investor, and I believe I have excellent instincts, and I have. And I told you before, I just recently told you this at a Monday Night Mastermind, seven out of eight times I cashed in on a Facebook earnings I know, play I that I, I rose right it. to the earnings. I was with you on that one. That was awesome. We had a great okay. week that week. But it just so happens that when you, the, one of the rules is you set a price that you're going to sell your stock when it, uh, your stock or stock. But if I had set a price, price, we would have never hit it at the time frame when you well, were telling that, me to dump it. That's fine. Well, at least you're, right. at least you're, at least you would have done that. Okay. At least you would have played the rule. And then you would say, well, it didn't, it, my out price was 240. It didn't hit it. I'm not going out. I would t also tell you this, that I'm. By the way, my out price is 240. Just so you know. Okay. So I'm different from a lot of investors. Right. Okay. I don't. I like making five grand here, three grand there. I like it. Right. But I really like having grand slams. I know, me too. Okay. But and you gotta most... make the little money to keep the grand okay. slams coming. I understand that, but this particular bet was to make a grand slam. All right. Right? And All I right. still think I'm gonna do really you, you well. You probably will, but you could have made it twice. Okay. Well, I've done that with you before as well. All right. Hey, like listen, that, if you guys want to call in and get into this argument, 855-939-1137, 855-939-1137. And for all you people who are listening for the first time, we have a set of rules, and if you play those rules, you will make money. Phil would have been up about 20000 between eighteen and 20000 is my calculation. <laughs> Phil did not lose anything. You didn't yet. lose any money. That's true, and you're still up. Right, right. You're still up probably like six, right? No, I'm up more than that. Oh, that's good. Okay, great. Okay, so whatever you are, but it's fine. But, but you would have been up like eight. You would have taken eighteen or twenty thousand, and you could have wrote it again. Keep in that's mind something cool too. This is the one part that you always seem to miss. I am Phil Falcone. That's right. I I have my own thoughts. Your your concepts are great. Okay, but I slightly revise. Everything that comes through my filter. I, I totally get that, too. Which is my skull. And you're not the only student that does that, yeah. right? So we have students who do the same thing. And it's very funny because we have students, they follow the rules for three months explicitly. Ever notice that? And then all of a sudden, after three months, they start to go off the rules. And they think that they've got it figured out. And i got to be honest with you, I do it, too. Okay, Even I know, you, I I know you do. And then I make my own mistakes. And keep in mind a couple of things, okay? So I have been studying... Intently stock options for over four years. The school's been open sure. over four years. Actually, four years as of uh, three days from now. Yeah, yeah. I f figured we were yeah. almost yeah. there, right? And the most of my success and the bulk of the happiness that I enjoy with trading options, all of it came 
from earnings plays yes, where I, I wrote it out right, right up to the earnings yeah, period, which is yeah. a strategy that I have fallen in love with. Right. And right or wrong, good or bad, I'm going to keep doing it, okay? I understand that I can lose on some of these plays or earn less on some of these plays. That's right. But I have had great success at hitting grand slams by using that strategy. Well, I haven't. Your strategy works, and it works well with what we teach. It's just you know, just I, you know, I wanted to tease you a little because I noticed that it was up that day. It was at it was at the it was at the high since you bought it, and then since then it's dropped back. Well, but it's not so bad. Yeah, I know, I know that. And, and look, hey, if we had a crystal ball. Yeah, exactly. We knew that right. if you sell it on Thursday afternoon right. and buy it two days right. later, well, God, life would be pretty easy. Hey, look, I'm hurting, too. I got I got all these shares of, uh, of AAL, and you've seen AAL the last week. Man, what, it went from 18 and a half to 16 and a half in four days. And I, I'm I getting can, creamed. I can't tell you what's also happened to me uh, as a sidebar is I've... I've gone ahead and said, you know what? I'm up 35%. I'm going to take it. And then every time I do that, the next day it goes up eight oh, points. Oh, so what? It drives me you're nuts. You're up 35%. Take your because money, Because that's you know? the meat. That's the meat I was waiting for. Okay? <laughs> that's the gravy. The meat was the 35%. <laughs> All right. Anybody, Listen, anybody you... who wants to call us up and talk about um, how you like to play stock options, uh, we're happy to hear it. 855-939-1137. 855-939-1137. Hey, right, so, go, go, go ahead. Let's, sure. let's start with the topic, okay? Yeah, okay? Okay. So, what, Larry, what is the easiest way to earn money in the stock market? So, so when you say the easiest way to earn money in the stock market, you're talking about stock options? I mean, is that I, the answer you're looking for? Because we just had this I'm, whole conversation about stock okay, options. Oh, I, 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 I can answer, answer the question myself first. You're probably talking about covered calls. Okay, I think that right. if you just want to learn how to make consistent money time and time again, mm -hmm. there is a very easy way, and it's called a covered call. Yes. Okay. And we teach, how to, we teach people how to do this. This is a very solid method for which... You can make money consistently. Now, you don't make tons of money like you would with a stock option. And if you don't understand stock options, you probably don't understand cover calls either. But yeah, this, but you can make 1% or 2% a week yeah, yeah. on your money. Uh, sure, and do the math. And it's guaranteed. Times 52. Right, and it's guaranteed money. It's just that you can't do it every week. That's yeah. the only problem. It, actually, you, it, it's possible to do it every week. It's just not It's not just not probable. I understand. Sometimes yeah. you can't find uh, right. anything that fits your, your right. narrative, right. and it, it has some challenges to it. Right. Especially if you're if you're a stockholder now. If you just like a kind of person that just buys stocks and hold on to them, when we teach you covered calls, I mean, this is just gravy. It's it's almost like renting out your stock. It's almost like having a house that you paid $100,000 for, let's say you had $100,000 worth of stock, and then you rent it out, and you get, and you get I don't know, three, 400 bucks a week renting it out. You can rent the stock out for two or 300 bucks. It's almost the same exact thing. It's really powerful, yeah. and I do it quite often. I actually probably make about a thousand to fifteen hundred dollars a week uh, selling covered calls. I gotta share with you that I'm actually surprised that you spend as much time doing cover calls as you do. Why? Because, because there's so much more money to be made right. in the options, <laughs> like right. like exponentially more, and <laughs> you certainly have a feel for the market. Uh, better than anybody that I know. Well, and, thanks, man. I appreciate you, that. And you know options inside and out. You know the stocks inside and out. You, you call out the price of stocks. Sometimes 
people in the class are asking, show me Boeing, show me American Airlines, show me Facebook, show me Apple. He already knows what the price is <laughs> of every one of these things. That's true. Right? So while B, I'm usually within 30 cents, too. <laughs> I, I, think, uh, I, I think what's happened to you, and, and I'll give you a little coaching call right now, okay, is, is that you had a rough year last year. Yeah, yeah. You know, you've had a lot of great success doing stock right. options, but last year you had a rough year. Right. And you sort of went into use, using the cover call strategy as a way to just have consistent money coming in right. and maybe take away some of the risk. Yeah, but exactly. I'd like to see the old yeah. Larry come back, the one who was making seventy-five thousand a week. Well, yeah. it's not; it wasn't every week. But I, I was—I know I was, not every week. But I was you making were... between two hundred and fifty and three hundred fifty thousand a year, trading just just trading stock options in profit. Right. Right. And you know, and then last year you're right. I had a really bad year, and you're right. It spooked me. Okay. You're absolutely and, right. I mean, and that could happen to anybody. I'm up, I'm up about 50, 40, 50,000 this year for the whole year, which is great, which means which puts me on track for my 250,000 normally. But you're right. I am I am a little more cautious this year. And you know, part of it is I'm also working in another direction. I'm also trying to, you know, as we talk about all the time, I'm trying to build my retirement in a different way than most people do. I mean, you know, you and I both know we, we don't need to do this show. We don't need to do investor schooling. We don't need to do anything. We could sit in a beach all day long, and we make more money than most people make just on rental income. We make more money than most people make in their entire life, uh, you know, after they retire. So we don't have a problem with that. But, you know, I, I just want to keep stepping it up a little bit. So I always talk about my worst-case scenario. So what's the worst-case scenario that my situation would be? The worst-case scenario is... I could live in my house right now that I'm living in, never have to worry about, uh, never have to worry about paying a mortgage payment, never have to worry about paying my bills. I could drive a decent car. I mean, you know, I, I might have to uh, not buy Mercedes anymore, but so what? Uh, you know, I could drive a decent car. I could ha go anywhere I want. I can go on cruises, probably five or seven cruises a year, and live that life. So I'm just trying to up it. You know, my next my next thing is, I, I you know, it's part of, and it's also the game too. You like to play the game just like I do. And the game, my next game is, I want to buy a really interesting piece of commercial real estate. I actually would like a, a hotel. There's no way that I could ever stop doing this. Right. Options or real estate. Exactly. I can't. So real quick, let's just say hello to some of the people out there. We got Tommy out there. We got Lewis. We got Dan. Hell, by the way, Dan, let's talk about Dan real quick because I don't, I don't want to forget this. We got coming up. We got the event. We got our Freedom and Finances event. And we, and, uh, we also have, not only do we have Dan Jatofsky, who's happening to be watching, he's going to be talking about how to raise money. So one of the things that we talk about all the time is raising money, how to find all the money you ever need for any deal you ever want. And Dan Jatofsky is an expert on, on doing that. And he's going to be speaking about that. We also have some some really cool people like Doug Mastriano coming. Doug Mastriano is going to make an incredible. He's going to make an incredible run for governor. I'm a big fan of his, and I believe that he will do it. I believe he'll do everything that I would like a governor to do. I've never been into politics until the last two years when I really got into it after I saw what the what politicians did to us. It's horrible. We also have um, Bill Spadia from New Jersey, who's the number one New Jersey radio host in New Jersey 101.5. He's going to be there as well. And if you want to go, you can get tickets at 4mmw.com. We're going to be having this at the Washington Crossing Inn in Washington Crossing, 4mmw.com. I'm telling you right now, the tickets are going to sell. I don't even know if we have 20 left. I think we have less than 20 left. 4mmw.com. But like we did last week, we're going to give out a ticket. We're going to give out two tickets right now. Okay. So I'm going to give out two tickets to a caller. The caller, the, call, the phone number is 855-939-1137. However, you got to answer this question, but I'm just giving you the phone number up front. 855-939-1137, and you can have two free tickets. These tickets are $200 each, and it also includes lunch and, din uh, lunch and breakfast at the uh, Washington Crossing Inn. 855-939-1137. Okay, here's the question. What did a caller 
think that Phil Falcone sounds like? What did a caller think that Phil Falcone sounds like? So this is something if you're a fan of the radio show. Okay, so let's move on to another question. <laughs> All right. In this crazy market, should you be selling or buying yes. houses? Yes. Yes, you should be selling and you should be buying houses. Now, but the answer really depends on your personal situation. So Phil and I have told you several times over on the air that we don't want to sell any of our real estate because we want to collect it. Like I said before, my life, my, my retirement is going to be rental income. So I don't want to sell anything. Yeah. However, do I want to buy things right now? The answer is yes, I want to buy things right now. The reason I want to buy things right now is because I don't care what I buy and I don't care how much I pay for it as long as the numbers make sense. Now, some people think the numbers make sense that if you buy a house for 100000 and it's worth 150 that makes sense. Yeah, of course that makes sense. But I could buy a house that's worth 150 and pay 170000 for it, and it'll still make sense if all the other numbers work. If the rental work, if the, if the, um, if the rent pays the mortgage pays the, and pays the interest on the mortgage as well, and also if I'm going to make a cash flow, a positive cash flow, who cares? If I could put no money down on that house and I can make $300 a month, how many people out there can just walk into their boss and say, hey, boss, I want a $300 a month raise as of next month? And the boss says, yeah, no problem. And then you walk in three months later and say, hey, listen, now I want a $500 a month raise. Your boss is going to say, yeah, no problem, right? That's what I do with real estate. Every time I want to raise, I buy a piece of property. I buy a piece of property. I'm, I, I, I told the story last year. I wanted to buy a Tesla X. And I needed, uh, it was, I think it was $1,700 a month for, this, for the Tesla X. So I bought two properties to pay for it. And I ended up actually not buying the Tesla X. I don't know, something about the Tesla spooked me. I still can't figure out what it was. It must have been a bad movie I saw once that had a a car that looked like a Tesla. Now, you were afraid that the Tesla didn't like you, and instead of coming to pick you up at the bar, it was going to drive <laughs> away. <laughs> hey, I wonder if you could get if you could get a uh, drunk driving ticket if your Tesla's driving you home. I don't think so. You don't think so? No, that's one of the amazing benefits of autonomous vehicles is that we won't have any more drunk driving. Well, we won't have drunk drivers, but if you're behind the wheel of an autonomous vehicle and it's an autonomous mode the entire trip... And a cop pulls you over. Can you get? I, I would imagine right now you can get arrested for it. But I wonder. I wonder if that's going to change in the future. When when Taz kicks in, I think yeah. you'll you, you'll be able to be as drunk as you want to be. Yeah, of course. Yeah. <laughs> but that's the point. That's what I'm telling you. And I said this before. That's why Uber's going to be a great going to be a great company. Uber's going to going to own Taz. And by the way, if you don't know what Taz, I, I don't know. Transportation I, I still, as a service. Yeah, okay. I think you you might be wrong there. Okay, it's okay. Just because they don't own the cars, rental companies are way more poised to do it. Let's wait just, a minute. Wait a minute. Okay, so let's talk about this for a second. Okay, because we got a caller named David Falcone. I don't know. Put him through. I don't uh, know anybody named David Falcone. All right, I thought maybe it was a maybe it was a relative. I'm sorry, David. I didn't mean to give you your last name over the air, but I just thought you were a relative. All right, so David, what is what does what did the caller call Phil? A mafioso, mafioso shyster. All right. He sounds like a mafioso right. shyster. You are right, man. You are the winner. Ding, ding. I don't have a ding, ding, ding. I need a ding, ding, ding. Hold on, wait. I got to find one. I got to find a ding, ding, ding. Oh, I can't believe I don't have a ding, ding, ding. Wow, that's terrible. I bet I have it somewhere. Oh, how about this one? No, that's the, that, that would be a bad one. That wouldn't be a good one. So I'm going to have to look okay, through all of, my, all of my noises here. Well, until I do that, so... We'll just have to uh, we'll have to just say you're a winner. There you go. Thank you very much. So you, so you know my last name. I didn't get my last name, uh, but uh, I guess you guys figured it out from the phone number. 
Ooh. Maybe it, we forgot uh, to tell you that we know this kind of stuff. Maybe it just came up on the caller ID yeah. for our producer. But I got a question for you, David. You know, if you're not if you're not a relative of Phil's, the you know are, are you are you as rich as Phil? Oh, I don't know how much money he has. <laughs> just say yes. You have to tell me how much money he's got. I can't give you an answer to, uh, you know, how am I going to... Well, are you uh, driving a Pinto or a Mercedes? Won't say. <laughs> I'm just messing with you, man. So are you are you a loyal listener? Uh, yes, every week. Yep. Awesome, man. Sure we, we really appreciate you. We're looking forward to meeting you at the uh, Finance of Freedom event. And uh, who do you want to see the most? You want to see Doug? You want to see Bill? You want to see Phil or Larry? Um... Anybody but you two guys. <laughs> Just kidding. Just kidding. <laughs> I, Just kidding. I know if you're a, if you're a loyal listener, <laughs> I mean, you'd think that maybe you'd show up at the school one Thursday night. <laughs> yeah, really. At seven o'clock and That's say hello to us. Actually, I did once. Yes. Did you? Last year, I showed up. Yes, I, awesome, I, I look forward to. Uh, Are you the yeah, guy that threw out? Monday. Yeah. Did, did I throw you out? No. No. Because uh, usually I throw no, people out. No. Yeah, but only when he's in. Yeah, you invited me to a Monday. <laughs> well, we're looking forward to seeing yeah. you on Monday. Hopefully, we'll see you this Monday. All right, so Glenn's going to take your information, and we're going to get we're going to get you out the tickets. Uh, somebody will call you in the next day or two and give you all of the information. Okay, so um, one of the things that we talk about in the school often is the entrepreneurial mindset. Okay, so what's that all about? A lot of our students have never actually been entrepreneurs. They come to us, they want to learn real estate, they want to learn the stock market, they want to learn options, cover calls, all these things, but they never actually worked for themselves. And we actually do a presentation on some of the traits of an entrepreneur and, and the way that they think. And uh, it's, it's an interesting topic. So one of the things that I've always said about entrepreneurs is most entrepreneurs that have been doing this for a while they make up their minds instantly. You ask them a question, they already know the answer, they know, and they are completely 100% committed to that concept, and you will not get them to change their minds very easily. If you try to change an entrepreneur's mind, you're in for a heck of a battle. I, I totally agree. Actually, real quick, before we do that, speaking of entrepreneurs, so we had about four other callers that all hung up because they thought that the question was answered. And I didn't let anybody know that. We're going to ask a different question. Okay. So I'm going, to, I'm going to, here you go. How old is Phil? That's a really tough one for you. So how old is Phil? So you want to call up right now? We're going to give you two tickets to the Freedom and Finance event. If you could tell me how old Phil is, but you get one guess. There's none of this, uh, you know, yeah. You know, he's 30. No, no, I mean he's 32 stuff. No, no, no. By right, the way, he's so not. I, why could we uh, give them, uh, at least let them know where they can see me? Well, they can see you on Facebook right, right so now. so tell yeah. them to go on Facebook. Yeah, so go on Facebook right now. You can go to... Um, and whose page? So you can go to either Investor Schooling page, the Money Chat Now page, <clears throat> my page, or your page. Larry Steiners or Phil Falcone. You can see it right now. So okay. if you want to go there, you can take a look at them. Uh, I like the way... Uh, very funny, Jeff. By the way, Jeff, Jeff, you're no longer invited. So Jeff on Facebook, he just wrote <laughs> 77. Yeah. So Je Jeff can't even buy a ticket now because he wrote... Because he insulted you that In fact, badly. if he shows up at the uh, Washington Crossing, we should throw him out. <laughs>
<laughs> I agree. All right, so that's the Finance and Freedom event. That's going to be in the Washington Crossing Inn. We're going to have Doug Mastriano. We're going to have Bill Spadia. We're going to have myself. We're going to have Phil Falcone. We're going to have Dan Zatofsky. We're going to have Ken MacArthur. We're going to have Gordon Gordon uh, Gordon Berdecki. We got if you go to 4mmw.com, 4mmw.com. That's the number 4mmw.com. You could check it out there. You could check out all the cool things, all the people we're going to see there. And that's a 197 a ticket. But if you call right now and tell us. Phil's age and get it right, you will be the next winner of two tickets. Okay, so how about you? Do you have a entrepreneurial trait you'd like to share with us? Um, a tra- I, I kind of call it insanity. You call an entrepreneur. I kind of call it insanity because, like, people will call you crazy. You're crazy. Why would you do that? You're crazy. Why would you do that? And as soon as somebody says that, I typically know I'm doing the right thing. Okay. But that's not exactly what I was looking for. Yeah, I know. But I, I, so I'm not quite sure. What you, I mean, I know you have something in your head. But, but it, you know, in my case, when somebody says, you know, what's it like to be an entrepreneur? I say, you got to be crazy. You got to just do stuff on the gut. You just simply say, you know what? I think that's going to work. And you do it. You know, you know, uh, you, you actually roasted me on my on my 50th birthday a certain number of years ago, because I may ask my ass for my age after the next one. Uh, and a certain number of years ago, you roasted me and you made fun of me having several failed businesses. And that's what I'm talking about. I just went into them. I did them. I tried them. If it worked, it worked. If it didn't work, I finally got a signal that they weren't going to work anymore. And I moved on. I don't think I was making fun of you, was I? No, no, you. Well, yeah, you were, but you, you, but you understood it, even though you, you turned it into comedy, which I thought was hysterical. Yeah. I mean, I, I actually, I. Oh wait, you know what? I found the game winner button. So, Here it is. I'll give. <laughs> I'll, uh, I'll give you another entrepreneurial, uh, you know, mindset kind of a thing. So, entrepreneurs naturally get around rules and laws. They don't just line up like the sheeple. And right. do what they're supposed to do. They they inherently have an instinct in them to find another way to get something done. All right, and and that's something that you'll see often. Like they're they're also outside the box thinker thinkers. So they're always looking for some other way to get something done without actually doing it the way it may be dictated to you as. From the government, for example. Absolutely, beautiful, beautiful suggestion was the whole mask thing. I never wore one. By the way, if you're answering online, you can't, you don't qualify. You have to call 855-939-1137, 855-939-1137. So if you're answering online, sorry, even if you got it right, you're wrong. So we're gonna get, we're gonna get a call in a little while. By the way, and you only one winner. So if the same guy's calling back like from before, he can only win one time. He only got his two tickets. He can't get it again. So you know, you only you only qualify to win once. I just noticed he called back. <laughs> All right. So if you guys uh, if you guys want to get those tickets, 855-939-1137. And if you're calling in your car, not if you're calling from your car and you can do it with hands-free and not get into a, not get into a car accident, not only will I give you two free tickets, I'm also going to give you a copy of my book. Because I want to try to get some of the people that are calling from their car to call. So you're also going to give you a copy of my book. My book is called Money Hacks. Because everything you think you know about money is wrong. And I promise you, by the way, this book isn't even released yet. It's not even being released until July. So when you're ready, we're going to definitely talk to you about that too. All right, we got Carl. Carl, are you in your car? Oh, uh, no, I'm not. I don't All right, well, that's okay. We're still going to give you the other prize, though, which is the free tickets, as long as you could tell, tell me what Phil's age is. 
56. All right, we got a winner. Excellent, man. That's so exciting. All right. How'd you know that? Yeah, how did you know that? Somebody else knew it online, by the way. Yeah. You see that? I saw it, yeah. yeah uh, I'm kind of surprised. Okay. So how'd you know and how old I was? Uh, He's pretty good, man. He knew that. How did he know I'm, that? I'm a confused. He might be a stalker. Are you a stalker? <laughs> are, you, are you the guy who's been driving around in that white van around the school? No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah right. Oh man, no, I'm getting worried no. now. You know what's funny? I just realized somebody said they looked it up on on Facebook. You're right. You could actually look it up on Facebook, and you could find it there. Mm, yeah. When we made Jeez. that too easy. Uh, here's a quick question for you, and I don't know if you can answer it or not, but um, I I actually had a property. It was a condo uh, a couple of years ago, and I wasn't able to pay the the condo fees. And what happened was the condo association, they they took me to sheriff sale and took the place from me. But the only thing is, my name is still on the it's still on the deed as the only owner. That's interesting. Now, I don't know I'm, thinking, that. I'm thinking, do, do I still own it? Do right. I really still own this thing? I mean, I don't know. But I would like to try to discuss that tomorrow night. When I come to the yeah, class, when you, come, when you when you come to class and, on Monday, and, let's talk about and it. let's try to let's try to to hammer this thing out because if I still own this, you know, I mean, shit. I, I well, oh, excuse me. Uh, no, I should be able to uh, you know either rent this thing out. Or, All right. Well, well let me let me share something with you. So I have a house in Philadelphia that I sold like eight years ago. And I get mail constantly for this particular house. It happens to be in Mayfair. And people keep sending me mail. And I've, uh, I've never even... I know I sold it, so I don't really care anymore. But, uh, you know, it's interesting. Maybe I should look into it, because yeah, maybe, yeah, maybe I can somehow get the house back, even though I've already completely no. sold it. Oh, no, you can't do that. Right, right. But, uh, but in cross situation, they, they might have, it might have just been a lien. It might have been a, 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 but we'll find out. So, okay. all right, so, Claude, we'll talk about it on, uh, we'll, yeah, we'll talk about it on, um, whatever, we'll talk about it on Monday. Right. we got a bunch of calls right now. And next time you call, remember, you're on the air, man. <laughs> so, um, yeah, really. I know. Really. So uh, there's a, a recently there was a, another house that I have never owned. Okay, I owned the first one in Mayfair, and then people send me uh, postcards for it all the time, trying to buy it. I don't even know why. It's not even like a nice house. And then there's another house in Taconi where uh, people called me for months saying, "Do you want to sell this house?" And I've never even owned it. I well. I looked at the house. And I know I never owned it. So we have a bunch of callers. You want to just talk to the people? Yeah, in the sure. Let's okay. do it. Let's do it. I don't, know, whoever, I don't even know who's up next. I, I guess it's, is it Carmen is up next? Is that right, Glenn? Carmen, are you there? All right, put Carmen in. What's going on, Carmen? Yeah, well, I just wanted to ask about um, real estate, but not in terms of renting out properties. Um, I don't really have a desire to, you know, buy and rent out properties dealing with all the work, et cetera, other than REITs. Um, 
Any other ideas you could give me? So we have we teach 13 different ways to invest in real estate, and three of them have no property ownership whatsoever. And one of them is actually lending people money who invest in real estate, which is really lucrative. As long as you understand the property that they're buying and understand that the money they're making and how they make it and understand the paperwork on how to do it properly, if you lend people money on real estate, you basically, you, we actually teach it in a way that you hope the person doesn't pay you back. Because if they don't pay you back, you actually made more money. So, uh, so, so that's uh, that would be one way to do it. Besides reads, it's actually a much, much better way. Well, maybe not in his case. He doesn't want the house back. But, well, most most people but, don't want the house. You're but, right, but but, it, but I'm it, just saying it's just we just make it in a secure way that right. that if they don't pay, they you actually are ahead. So, trust us when we would tell I you that would I I'm sorry, guys. Would I not be taking ownership of the house in that situation? No, you would not. So theoretically, only if, only if they didn't pay. Only if okay. they didn't pay. I'm not sure if right. that's the question. Right. Yeah. So, so theoretically, consider I'm buying a house for two hundred grand, and you're going to lend me the two hundred thousand dollars to buy the house. You become the bank. Okay. Yeah. So you're the bank. Mm -hmm. I own the house. I make payments to you every month. And what Larry meant by uh, that you could theoretically own the house in the end would be if I didn't pay you, right? Then you could take the house back from me, and even though you don't want to own the house, you could theoretically right. end up owning a house if I didn't pay you. And typically when we do right. that, the house is worth more than 200000 just like a bank would be. But we, you know, when we work it out, when, when we're borrowing money, or we teach our students to borrow money, or we teach people how to lend money, we teach you to evaluate the deal as, as a lender, we teach you to evaluate the deal as a borrower, so no one can get hurt. And I mean, you know, Phil and I have been borrowing money, private money for years on real estate deals. Mm -hmm. You know, when we say we, we, we buy houses with no money, we mean it. It's no, not our money. It's other people's money. There are times where I even go to closing and get money back and the lender is thrilled because they know that they, they're going to get, not only are they going to get paid, but they have no worries whatsoever. You, you want to know why banks lend money to people? Because they make money off it. That's right. There's a lot of profit in it. So that's one way. So if you want to, you should show up, show up on Thursday to Investor Schooling, and we'll certainly, uh, we will certainly be able to help you with that, too. How All right. You been that sounds to the show? fair enough. How long I'm sorry, Fagan. How long have you been listening to the I show? Just, oh, uh, periodically, you know, on and off when it's not the best weather. It uh, looks like the sun's coming out, so I might be uh, signing out here in a minute. But I was also wondering, is it possible to possibly get uh, one of those tickets to go see uh, Doug Mastriano and company? What, what, what question can we ask him? How much does Phil weigh? You have, <laughs> listen, you have to come in within... Within 100 pounds. No, <laughs> seven pounds. Oh, geez. All right, uh, here we go. I'm going to go with 161. Boy, you're close, but you missed it. How close is he? Uh, <laughs> I, I, you, want, you don't want me to say. Well, when we do this, we're, right, we're going to give you one more chance, and that's it. Phil recently right, had surgery. Enough. Phil recently had surgery. That means I'm lighter because I had some body parts cut off. <laughs> No, you're, you're heavier because you had some body parts put in. Yeah, really. He recently had surgery. What was that surgery? Uh, I don't listen often enough, but could I guess? It's, it's below the waist. He and had his appendix removed. 
<laughs> Wait, did you say his appendix? <laughs> That's what I said, yeah. What, but below the waist, below... above the foot? No, what, no, below, that what, wouldn't work, would it? No, 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 no. I, I'm, I'm going to pretend that you didn't say that. I'll give you one more chance. And I'm, I'm slow down. Before you say anything, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to repeat the hint. It's below the yeah. waist and above the foot, and it's not in the calf, and it's not in the thigh. I'm going with knee. Oh, you won. Look at that. I love it. Hey, all right. I, I just wanted to use the game winner buzzer. That's why I kept, kept helping you. I, I don't know. Should we give him one or two, you. Phil? Do you have somebody to bring with you? I'd give him half a ticket. Yeah. Yeah. You have somebody I, I, to bring do, with you? I do have somebody to bring with me. Yes, I do. All right, we're going to give you two tickets then. So stay on the line, <clears throat> and uh, Glenn's going to get your phone number so we can call you. I appreciate, appreciate, I appreciate you. I appreciate it, guys. All right, we'll, we'll talk to you soon. Thanks. <laughs> that was... <laughs> uh, this is a, this is a definitely off-the-rails radio show. I like this one a lot. Well, you got a lot of callers, so let's yeah, exactly. keep working them. Anybody else up there? Uh, I don't know. Do we want to put a commercial in before we go, or are we going to keep going? Yeah, I'm cool with a commercial. Yeah. Uh, so I don't even know. So, Glenn, I don't know if you were listening, but if you could throw a commercial up, we'll be back in a minute. Hi, I'm Phil Falcone from Investorschooling.com. I'm inviting you to a complimentary class this Thursday night at 7 p.m. I will teach you how to buy ugly houses and make them beautiful. As a bonus, we will also teach you stock option investing. 7 p.m. this Thursday night, 215-876-3002, Investorschooling.com. Hey, everybody, it's Larry Sinus from InvestorSchooling.com. You heard my partner, Phil Falcone, tell you why you should be there this Thursday night to learn about real estate investing and learn about stock options trading. We're telling you right now, you will make more money than you've ever made in your entire life if you learn these two skills. This Thursday night at 7 o'clock, go to InvestorSchooling.com. Pull over right now. Take out your phone and go to InvestorSchooling.com. RSVP right now. InvestorSchooling.com. See you Thursday. Hi, I'm Phil Falcone from Executech Suites. We're an executive suite center in Huntington Valley on Buck Road, 67 Buck Road, Huntington Valley. I'm sure you've driven past it. We're right in between Street Road and County Line Road. We have 47 offices in the prestigious address of Huntington Valley. I have offices starting at $5.95 a month. You're probably wondering, Phil, what do I get for $5.95 a month? Let me tell you. You get an office big enough for one person. You get the furniture in that office. You get the telephone on the desk. You get the telephone numbers. You get the fax numbers. You get two full-time receptionists to answer the phone in the name of your company and patch the calls to you. So if your company's ABC Painting Company, hey, ABC Painting Company, how can I help you? Would you like to talk to Bob? Let me get him on the phone. You could be home sleeping on your couch and I'll patch the calls right to you. What else do we give you? We give you the conference rooms. We give you the kitchen. We give you the mailboxes, the printer, the copier, the scanner, UPS service, you name it. All of the utilities, cleaning service, and best of all, we give you free coffee. Get yourself to Executech Suites. Phone number is 215-942-7701. 215-942-7701. ExecutechSuites.com. This is Larry Steinetz with Investor Schooling. Are you tired of the Biden economy? Do you want to learn how to thrive in the Biden economy? Because we're going to teach you that this Thursday night at Investor Schooling. So go to InvestorSchooling.com and sign up for a complimentary class this Thursday night and learn how to thrive in the Biden economy. You can also call us at 215-876-3002. 215-876-3002. 
Tell me you're tired of inflation. Investorschooling.com. We will see you Thursday. Welcome back to Investor Schooling Live. I am Larry Steiners. I am here with Phil Falcone, and we are enjoying this Sunday or Saturday. It's Saturday, right? Saturday. Yeah, because I always forget. I don't know if we're on 10 o'clock, 2 o'clock, Saturday, Sunday, whatever. And by the way, if you're listening and it's Sunday, you can't get into contest because you you already you, you listen to the repeat. So if you're listening today at Saturday, you you could got you got in the contest. So Paul Saturday at me. two Saturday at two is the live program. So Paul Martirano is our is our um, our uh, marketing guy, and he actually just texted me. He said you guys are having such a good time. He just actually gave us another set of tickets to give away, but he said I can't give them any more because we we uh, don't have that many more actually. So he gave us another set of tickets to give away. He said make it whatever you want to do. So I don't know what do you want to what do you want to do, Phil? Something interesting, something really hard. You want a hard question? I want a hard question. You, yeah. you pretty much gave away those two tickets. I know. With the above the foot, below the waist. I know, but the I guy mean, sounded like such a nice guy. I didn't want to. I didn't. I didn't want him to not get the ticket. Okay. Uh, something difficult. How much equity do I have in Executech? Ooh, I wouldn't even. I, I would guesstimate that one because it's tough. It's a tough one because I, I don't know what the value of the property is because it's a it's a rough. Well, value. either do I. Well, then you can't then you can't get a right answer. I know what I have in equity though. <laughs> All right. Well, well, we'll we'll do that. Okay, we'll do it this way. We'll let, we'll get everybody. We'll let everybody have three guesses. All right. So if somebody calls up and they have three guesses, so Executech Suites, if you heard, he has forty-seven offices, and you get free what? You get free coffee. Right. So you get free coffee when you go to Executech Suites, and you get a suite there, and you and you rent it out for as little as. Four ninety five. Right, four ninety five a month, and you can get an office. It's actually a really cool place. If you've ever been there, it's really cool. But let's take a guess. Now, how, how long ago did you buy it? So let's give them a little bit of information. I bought the building in 2006. You want me to tell you for how much? Yeah, yeah, okay. $2.1 million. All right, so you bought it for $2.1 million, 2006. Oh, wait a minute. It was $2,150,000. Okay, that's fine. So how much equity does he have? We'll give you three guesses if you call. So if you're calling right now... We, eight, we need a range. We need to tell them, like, it has to... Uh, we'll give them... Uh, a twenty-five thousand dollar window. Yeah, you gotta give him like a hundred thousand dollar window. That's a pretty big range, don't you think? Hundred thousand dollars. All right, twenty-five thousand. Fair enough. Four-year-olds. Fair enough. Twenty-five thousand. You got. We said we we're gonna make it hard. Eight five five nine three nine eleven thirty-seven. Eight five five nine three nine eleven thirty-seven. If you yeah, call, yeah, you gotta in. call. No Facebook comments. Yeah, no Facebook comments. Well, the people can leave it on Facebook all they want, but they're not gonna get the. They're not gonna win the money. The money? What money? We're gonna give away tickets. <laughs> we have no money to give away. We we spend all our money on real estate. Or stock options. All right, so 855-939-1137, and you are in the contest. All right, where are we going to go next? We've got a few minutes. Uh, yeah, this is a good show. We talked a lot about a lot of things today. Yeah, why don't we talk a little bit about uh, the 1031 exchange? 1031 exchange. I like it. Okay. H have you ever done one? I have never done one. I really never needed to do one because I mostly hold my properties. Right, but you know you could uh, you could sell your portfolio right. and ten thirty one all that money into your hotel. Right. So what 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 Phil's talking about is when you have a property and you sell the property, and let's say you bought a property for hundred thousand, make it easy, and you sell it for two hundred thousand, you now have to pay taxes on the hundred thousand dollar gains. 
assuming it's not your principal residence. So if it's an investment property, you now have to pay $100,000 on the gains, and it'll probably cost you between fifteen and 20000 in taxes, uh, depending, you know, as long as you had it for longer than a year, blah, 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 whatever. So now you decided that you wanted to buy another property. Well, it's not really fair that you take the fifteen or 20000 give it to the government and buy another property. So the government allows you to exchange that property for another exchange, for another property, in other words, to take the profit of that property, roll it into another property, and not pay taxes. Eventually, the government feels that they're going to get their money when you sell the final property and don't buy another one. So that's what he's talking about, how you use a 1031 exchange. I've never done it, and Phil's suggesting that I take all my properties. Now, I still don't want to give up my properties. I want to keep all my properties and buy a hotel. Yeah, I understand. But if you if you sold all your properties and rolled it into a, a commercial hotel that makes six times as much money as your current portfolio does, then that's when it makes sense. Well, yeah, I mean, assuming that that's the only way I, I could buy that, that, right, right. that property. Yeah, I'm not saying right. it yeah. is. I'm just yeah. saying that that's, that would be a reason to do it. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to borrow the money from Carmen. I'm going to buy the hotel with the money I borrowed from Carmen because we're going to teach him how to lend money. Okay. And he's going to be really happy about lending me lending me money on that. So uh, that's what you did with, with uh, Executech Suites, right? Well, I only sold four buildings. Right. You sold right. four buildings, and you rolled the money over, so you paid no taxes on the gains. You had a lot of gains on those properties, too, right? There was about 100 grand of equity in each one. Okay. So, yeah, that's fantastic. So those, those are the reasons. That I, I put eight properties up for sale, but the four that had the most equity were the ones that ended up selling. That's great. So that I got lucky. All right, so real quick, if you want to take a guess at the at the answer, 855-939-1137. How much equity does Phil have in Executech Suites? 855-939-1137. And the one who gets it within $25,000? And it's really a random number that Phil's got in his head, so... No, it is not. I, I'm looking at an equity tracking chart right but now. Write down the number. Write it down. Write it down I'm, somewhere in a piece of paper. I'm so, looking So I know up. that when somebody calls, it's a real number. And you only got ten. You only got nine more minutes to call because our show's over. So you better call soon. Eight five five nine three nine eleven thirty seven. Just take a guess. I I don't need to take a guess. No, I not got... you. I'm talking about somebody calling in. Okay. Should, is, am I allowed to say it's over a million dollars? I'm not, I'm not giving you any clues. You All right, no clues. All right, eight five five nine three nine eleven thirty seven. If you want to call in and ask and answer the question, you could have free t two. Yeah, boom. One, let's do this one more time. You could have two free tickets to the Freedom and Finances event. And if you want to find out more about that, go to four mmw.com. Number four mmw.com. We're gonna have Doug Mastriano. We're gonna have Bill Spadia. We're gonna have. We're gonna have um, we're gonna <laughs> we're gonna have myself. We're gonna have Phil. We're gonna have Dan Zatowski talking about how to how to uh, raise private money. We've got uh, Anna Anna Kelly coming to talk about how to buy apartment buildings. So it's gonna be a really amazing amazing event. We also have Brent Kessler talking about how to be your own bank. I'm telling you, this is gonna be an amazing event. So real quick, this is what I want you to do. I want you to call eight five five nine three nine eleven thirty seven and guess how much equity Phil has in Executech Suites. Yeah, and you've only got like five minutes. Yeah, because you know we got to do the Sultan. Yeah, we have to do the Sultan, right? Right. Do you want to give him a hint then? If we only have five minutes. Well, we let let's get at least one caller calling us. All right, fine. If you call right now, we're going to give you a hit, and you get three shots. So how could you? How could you? Uh, how could you not call? I would call and just throw a number out there, man. They're all scratching Tick their head. Tick you, Tick you know what's talk. funny about that, right? All the people online, they all had all the answers. Now they don't. They don't have this answer. Yeah. Well, this one's a little harder. You said yeah. make it hard. Make it hard, exactly. All right. So, wh what else do you want to talk about while we wait for somebody to come up with the the answer to how much equity mm. Phil has in Executex Suites? Well, we can take a minute just to talk about how wonderful the real estate business is. 
Oh, we got Frank mm. on the road. Let's go, Frank. What is the What's the answer, man? I'm going to say uh, six hundred fifty thousand. Six hundred fifty thousand. You aren't even close, man. But you got two more guesses. All right. Um, a million four. Nope. You, that, uh, really can say you that. Can give him a hint if you want to. All right. How about I'll I'll give What's you a, a hint. It's closer to a round number than you would think. Uh, two million. <laughs> nope. All right, man. Sorry, man. Hey, you gonna come join us at Investor Schooling? Absolutely. All right. I'll Ooh, be there just... soon. One Thursday night. Yeah, you need to come on a Thursday night, man. As I listen fact, to you guys all the time. Night. You don't have the time. Yeah, I I listen to you guys remotely. I've been in your program several times remotely. Um, several times You guys remotely. do a great job. Oh, that's awesome, man. We appreciate that. Yes, I So. Uh, all right. I think we lost him. Yeah, have a good day. All right, take care, man. All right. All right. All right. So we still got right, we still got it out there. Okay. You want to start start the. All right, Pat, what's going on, man? Pat, you got from the, Pat from Earth. Hi, Pat. Hey, how you doing? All right. All right, All right what's the answer, man? All right, uh, I'm going to guess if the value has doubled and you paid half of it off, $3 million. <laughs> So I'm going to give you a hint before you ask her again. He bought it in 2008. It's 2006. It's 2006. So he bought it at the top of the market. Right. So the first part of your answer would normally been accurate, but it's like, not. I like I like the way you're thinking, Pat. Definitely. All right. You're, you're thinking go, uh, it through, but yeah. keep in mind that 2008 happened two years later. <laughs> right. <laughs> he bought That's it at the absolute yeah, yeah. By the way, guess who? Real quick, but also, by the way, think about that. But when I said before buying real estate... At any time, he bought that at the absolute top of the market. I don't think it was the absolute yeah, top. The absolute top was 2008 when all my tenants left. Oh, yeah, yeah. 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 So, I mean, I went through a tough time. Yeah. All right. So he paid. And two... I'm still smiling. I know. Well, you, you should be smiling. You just showed me that number. It's a good number. <laughs> all right. I, I, I know. So Come I'm on, gonna... Pat. Give us another guess. All right. You got two more, man. All right. All right. Um, I'll go. Uh, I'll go two. I'm going to give you another hint. All right, commercial real estate did not go up the way real the way residential real estate went up. Think about this: Has anything happened <laughs> in the world to affect office buildings? Yeah, yeah. But okay. but I like the co-working. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Okay. All right, you, Let, you're almost your there. Right. Places Let, are on right. I'm going to drop to one. Then I got that's it. Whole number is going to be one. Is you, it close yeah. enough? The actual answer is $1,001,859. That means, guess what? Wow, that's off. <laughs> we, had a, we, had a, we had to coax you along <laughs> there, man. But uh, Glenn's going to get your phone number. Yeah, I don't know if I want to accept this. <laughs> what? You don't know if you want to accept it? Really? <laughs> I'll, I'll accept it. It wasn't, it wasn't a genuine win, but... That was pretty close. Well, we, we said we were giving away three <laughs> chances, so... i got to be honest with you. I was pretty impressed that I All guessed right. it dead on before. When did you guess it that on? I said, I said I thought it was a million. Yeah. Well, it, it, according to the way we said it with a $25,000 swing, yeah, it was, it was I was trying yeah. to 
trying to, you know, it's not an easy question to answer. Really? All right, man. Well, we'll see you. Hopefully, we'll talk to you uh, soon, and we'll see you, obviously, at the Freedom of Finance event. Glenn's going to get your information, and we've got three minutes for me to do some stock options. Anything you want want to talk about before I, uh, you know, you know so, uh, stock options that you want to hear? Right. Yeah. Stock options. All right. Anything you anything you want me to talk about, Phil? Before I go through some of the random ones. Sure. If you wanna you wanna beat me up a little bit more on the Facebook thing, this would be a good chance to do it. Well, so it's not as bad as you know as it looks. It's still a two twenty two. So you know you're not you're not horrible. You were two twenty five when I told you to sell it, and went to two thirty the very next day, and that was the day you would have sold it. So it's not like it's horrible. I mean, I just want to do. Yeah, it's going to go there anyway. Yeah, it's probably going to go back to 230. I think it's actually going to go to 240 and I think if that's your out price, I think it's a decent out price. I just, you know, it's just what happens is sometimes you end up taking you get greedy and when you get greedy, sure enough, you you lose some you lose some money or you don't make as much. I don't get greedy, I am greedy. I got that. That makes <laughs> actually I got to agree with you. I I got to agree with you. I feel the same way. American Airlines is kicking my butt. Man, it's just horrible. It's down to sixteen fifty nine and I, I can't believe it went below seventeen. I actually thought seventeen would be the new bottom. It's not, and that really disturbs me. Um, I actually had a chance to get out but a like a five hundred dollar profit on one of my plays and now that's down that same play is down twelve thousand dollars. And that's scary for me, but you know it's not the worst thing that can happen. By the way, what we do is we also teach you not to invest more money than you can risk. You know, like in other words, if I lost all the money I had in my stock options account, you know, it would stink, but it wouldn't wouldn't change my life. And we teach you that too because we want to make sure that you're not going to get hurt. So, so that's that one's hurting me a little bit. Uh, BA, same thing. Boeing Airlines, same thing is bothering me. Twitter was the big story last week when when uh, Elon Musk buys nine percent of the company. And sure enough, it goes to 52. And I, tw I, I sent out a text message that day. I sent out the stock option consultant sent out a text message, buy puts on Twitter. It hit 52. Within three days, it was down to 46. That was a beautiful play. I got out a little early. I made, I made money on it. I made about 80% in about 24 hours on that play, and it was a beautiful play. I could have held in longer. I would have made 200% on it. But so what? Nobody ever went broke taking a profit. I thought it was a great play. The um, the big issues here, of course, are the bond and and uh, the bond now is at two point seven percent. So two point seven five percent is going to wreak havoc on the market. It's just one of those emotional numbers, and it should normally be between two point seven and three. It's probably going to go three point five pretty quickly. I I don't know why people are bothering with this or even caring about this. It's not that big of a deal. We were at three percent in twenty nineteen, so who cares? Um, oil prices have actually dropped. They're down below 100 now. So maybe, just maybe, your gas prices will go below $4. I actually think that Biden is trying to get gas prices below $4 just so he can say, look, I did it. So you'll be you'll, you'll be seeing three ninety nine a gallon of gas. Look, see, I got it below four dollars. All you pe peasants out there can afford gas now, and that's basically what the thought process will probably be for him. All right, I think we're out. Right, you're going to want to take us out. Sure. All right. Uh, we got plenty of time, actually. Yeah, go ahead. You want to do one more stock? Yeah, I do. Yeah, let me do one more stock. I didn't realize what time it was. I'm actually uh, confused. I'm so confused. So the, the also also the um. 
the uh, what you call it stocks. The cruise stocks are also a good play. I like Carnival right here. It's right around 18. It's also a good play. If they could drop a little bit more, that'd be great. But if not, I would definitely get into it. I think it's an awesome. I think they're all good plays. All, all the cruise stocks are good plays. It looks like we have 10. No, I'm sorry. We have nine more days until the Gestapo Joe mask mandate ends on cruises and public transportation, which means we can get on airplanes again. I actually booked a flight for the end of the month. I'm actually expecting to go away and not wear a mask on a plane. I know you have a lot of names for Sleepy Joe, uh, but I think that the best name for him is The Big Guy. All right, so if you're interested in uh, becoming an advertiser on our show, just give us a call at 855-939-1137. 855-939-1137. We expect to see you at InvestorSchooling.com Thursday night, this Thursday night at 7 p.m. <laughs> 